Morning Press from Cast Iron Brains, a brainiron.com production. Here's 11 minutes or less of news for today, Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Fifteen people were killed and at least 24 more were injured during a shooting spree in Prague on Thursday. The suspect, who killed himself at the end of the rampage, reportedly shot and killed his father in the family home in a town outside the city before heading to Charles University in downtown Prague, where he was a history student. The popular AI image generators that can create or manipulate images from user-generated text prompts to much delight and amusement were trained on thousands of images of child sexual abuse, according to a report out of Stanford. From the AP, quote, while the images account for just a fraction of the index of some 5.8 billion images, the Stanford group says it is likely influencing the ability of AI tools to generate harmful outputs and reinforcing the prior abuse of real victims who appear multiple times, end quote. And now, to round out the part of the newscast where the morning press delivers short dispatches about stories it is too depressed by or scared of to offer real commentary upon, China's President Xi Jinping, in a meeting with U.S. President Joe Biden in San Francisco last month, reportedly told his counterpart rather bluntly that China will be absorbing Taiwan under Chinese Communist Party rule, but that the timing hasn't been sorted out just yet. Xi told Biden that the country's preference is to take Taiwan peacefully. Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount Global, two media conglomerates of unspeakable size and influence, are in preliminary talks to merge into a single entity, according to media reports. The resulting entity would join Comcast and Disney as one of three corporations dominating much of the Western world's media landscape. Combining their premium streaming services, Max and Paramount Plus, into a single service would allow them to better compete with Netflix and Disney Plus, while also bringing television properties like CBS, Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, BET, CNN, TNT, TBS, Discovery, Cartoon Network, Food Network, HGTV, and TLC, among others, under one roof. The resulting conglomerate would also control film properties like Mission Impossible, Star Trek, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the DC Universe, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. It's difficult to come up with a straight-faced reason that might show how this merger could be good for the average consumer, with the possible exception that the resulting conglomerate would be less likely to be absorbed by either Comcast or Disney than if they continued operating independently. Officials in Iceland are once again asking people to kindly stop trying to hike onto the site of an active volcano. Lava spew has eased some over the last couple of days, but the area, which, because of road closures, is currently reachable only by embarking on a 12-mile round-trip hike that would take experienced hikers four or five hours to complete, police say, is still incredibly dangerous, with toxic fumes and molten lava exceeding temperatures of 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit still gurgling forth from a literal crack in the surface of the earth. On Tuesday, a hiker who was rescued by a helicopter was, quote, exhausted, cold, and shocked, end quote, after making it just halfway to the eruption site. 
The terrain is severe, with uneven and unstable cooled lava flows and cracks in the ground hidden by snow. And with just four hours of daylight in the region at this time of year, the hike is truly treacherous. Also, to be clear, these people are trying to hike into a volcano. Police are asking people to, quote, think four times, end quote, before attempting the journey, at least in part because it is Christmas time, and it would be very impolite of volcano tourists to drag first responders away from their homes because they wanted an up-close look at the dangerous site. We recommend nobody should go, a police spokesman said, declining to point out that prudence and the law often recommend foregoing very cool stuff, like checking out a hole in the earth where one can gaze upon the most awesome, creative, and destructive natural force on the planet. In a not-at-all-terrifying story out of Kentucky, a family in Lexington had their fresh Christmas tree set up in their home for four days before discovering that there was an owl living among the branches and ornaments. The tree had already been strung with lights and decorated days before, and the owl was only discovered when the tree started to sway back and forth after a visiting carpet cleaner had to reach behind the tree to plug cleaning equipment into the wall. The worker captured the small owl and then released it into the family's backyard. The family was not home at the time. A brief editorial aside, if a contractor I had hired to come into my house discovered an owl in my Christmas tree, I would be immediately and inexplicably and totally unfairly suspicious of that contractor, to the point of quite possibly outright hostility. I'm not saying it's rational or good, but I fully believe that I would be incapable of not blaming the carpet cleaner for the whole ordeal, up to and possibly including reaching the conclusion that this was some sort of elaborate scheme to mess with my psychological and emotional stability. To what end? I have no idea. Ask the carpet cleaner. Owl in my Christmas tree? Okay, guy. On this date in history, December 21, 1989, the New York Times reported that 10,000 U.S. troops gained control of much of Panama in the biggest American military operation since the Vietnam War. They reported 16 Americans dead and 59 injured in the takeover, which deposed but did not yet capture General Manuel Noriega. Noriega holed up in the Vatican Embassy in Panama City before eventually surrendering on January 3rd, after enduring the effects of extremely loud music played at all hours of the day and night by the sieging American troops, who assaulted the leader with Van Halen, Black Sabbath, and Guns N' Roses, among a playlist of other songs designed to be personally insulting and psychologically unpleasant, including John Denver, Billy Joel, Twisted Sister, and Bon Jovi. Noriega was prosecuted in the U.S., Panama, and France for various crimes, and spent the rest of his life a prisoner. He died aged 83 in 2017, not long after suffering a brain hemorrhage during a surgery to remove a brain tumor. A brief editorial aside, I'm not saying it was the Bon Jovi that caused the brain tumor, but I don't think we can definitively say that it wasn't the Bon Jovi. Now, here's a look at the weather. Today is the shortest day of the year in terms of how much daylight we'll get here in the Northern Hemisphere. 
At 1027 Eastern Time tonight, astronomical winter begins. Why 1027 p.m.? I'm really not sure. As best I can tell, 1027 p.m. Eastern represents about the middle of the 24-hour solstice period, which actually begins at the moment of maximum tilt away from the sun for the northern hemisphere, negative 23 and a half degrees, which occurred at 11.44 a.m. on Thursday morning. So whether winter began just before noon today or won't start until 1027 tonight, who can say? Not me, nor Google. And what does that make these few hours of winter and not winter, of time slightly out of my ability to give it a precise name? According to the meteorologists, meteorological winter, which uses average temperature to determine the three coldest months of the year, began on December 1st and will run through the end of February. Then there's solar winter, which this year runs from November 7th until February 5th, based on the length of daylight we get each day. Whether we're halfway through it or just getting started, I've always preferred winter. I've always liked short days and weirdly feel a little disappointed when we round the corner and the days get a few seconds longer day by day, right as winter officially starts. I want my winter cold and dark, the days bleak and short, the sun a mute gray disk low and pointless in the sky, as unfeelable as the moon, not like that summer or even autumn sun, the one you can feel on your face, radiating itself right onto your skin from 91 million miles away. The winter sun just hangs there, its presence undeniable but textureless, all light, no heat, the LED version of itself, its violence, both a memory and a promise, but for now, we are safely tilted away. So at 10.27 p.m. Eastern tonight, as we reach the moment of most remove from that which provides the fuel for all life on this planet, take a second and feel that distance. And then feel it start to close. That's the weather from here. How's it look out your window? The Morning Press is a production, sometimes in the afternoon, of the BrainIron.com multinational media empire. Please direct comments and complaints to BrainIronPodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at BrainIron.com. For a transcript of today's episode and links to the stories referenced, find The Morning Press at BrainIron.substack.com. Thanks, and barring the sudden onset of the inevitable, we'll talk to you tomorrow. The proceeding was created with 100% human content.